0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Nation. That's Barbecue Nation. I'm J.P. along with Camaro Dave and Commander Chris, coming to you from our world-famous Turn It, Don't Burn It studios here in Portland. Uh, We'd like to thank the folks that make this possible. Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef the way nature intended. You can check it out online at PaintedHillsNaturalBeef.com. Well, what do rock and roll and barbecue have in common? A lot and a little. So we're going to find out that, and we're also going to talk about some really great grills today from Blaze. So we've got Jim Haas with us, who's the regional sales manager out here on the West Coast for Blaze Grills. And if you read Jim's profile on the the Blaze website, he's a fun guy, and I'm just going to leave it at that. So, Jim, welcome to Barbecue Nation.
1: (laughs) Man, that's a heck of an intro. Yeah, well, you know. Now now the pressure's on. Now I got to be fun on the phone.
0: Fun on the phone. Okay. (laughs) So, first of all, um, we'll get to your rock and roll sorties uh, after a bit in the show here. But how did you get (laughs) involved with with Blaze and um, what is it you actually do for them?
1: Well, that's a good question. And I love that question. And I could talk about that all day long but I know we got a somewhat of a time limit. So, uh, the long, the nutshell version of the story, I I grew up in SoCal and always had an obsession with new Orleans and everything South Louisiana. And, um, I was in a whole different industry, ended up moving out here, um, with the other industry, I was doing home automation, home theater, things like this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, my wife who worked for a company in California that manufactured valves and regulators, um, had some connections, not only at blaze, but a couple of other uh, companies out here that are pretty big, big deals in the online market. And through a series of phone calls and connections, she ended up working at blaze before me. Oh, And, uh, then (laughs) so meeting her, um, her boss one, one day out on their boat. Um, basically they offered me a job. It was at the time it was, Coming up on about four and a half years ago now, when Blaze really first started, really taking off and becoming a little more of a household name, mm-hmm. and so they were adding uh, sales reps for different parts of the country, and uh, basically said, "Hey, would you be interested in you know doing this?" Because it's they like the personality, I guess. And uh, I'd always been like the Sunday barbecue guy. You know, friends and family would come over every weekend, and so I had the passion as far as that goes. And so I had an official interview with, at the time, the owner of the company. And uh, basically, it was like a two-question interview. It was, "Do you like grilling?" And are you the guy in a room full of people that is shy and off in the corner, not talking? Well, that's definitely not me. (laughs) (laughs) I know that that for a fact. (laughs) Yeah, that was basically the interview, and that's and that's what happened. I knew nothing. I mean, I was I was like you know Weber kettle, charcoal guy all the way. Right. And kind of it was trial by fire. They they hired me. It was like we don't have a lot of time to train. They just put me on the road. They said, here's, you know, here's the brochure. Here's some videos, learn the product and go. And, uh, that's, there you go. So here I am almost five years later and, uh, having a blast, loving it. And, uh, and what do I do for them? It's, uh, you know, each of us, we've got seven sales guys that travel the country and basically each of us has a distributor that we work with. And it's really just, um, uh, dealer relations. We'll go out, we'll do product training, we'll do cooking demos as often as we can. And, um, you know, it's really just keep blaze on the top of everyone's mind when they're selling grills and, and barbecues for, you know, a lot of new development going on, especially in, in my territory, in that Pacific Northwest area. And, uh, so that's really it. It's more public relations than, than actual sales, you know, actually, cause we sell to distributor, they sell to dealers. Sure. Um, so it's really just showing up and and making people smile and laugh and feel good about buying blaze. Well,
0: well that's, that's it. That's, uh, like being a DJ, you know, you, uh, yeah. you want to make people, people smile and happy. And, uh, then when you go home and deal with the reality
1: of your own life, well, that's a different story. So that's a different story. Then, you know, we just find things to do to fill the void. I do a lot of product videos and online webinars, and, uh, very active on various Facebook, uh, Blaze Facebook pages that we have. So, cool. and I like it. I've definitely had worse jobs. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: I could, I could tell you a couple of that I've had over the years that weren't too shiny. <laughs> I, that, that's like, so your, your skill level obviously has jumped up a few pegs over the past five years, four years, five a years. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. How much of yeah. that, how much of that was, Uh, And this is one of my favorite questions to people, but I actually don't ask it too often. How much of that was, if you will, as you said, trial by fire, but is it following recipes? Is it creating your own, Uh, especially when you're doing the videos? Or is it, as I like to do, using a recipe as a set of guidelines?
1: Uh, A little bit of of all of that. But a a lot of it, when I first came on, if we had any downtime at the office, um, and of course we've always got, grills kind of sitting around the warehouse sure um a lot of it was uh just the support team it's a good group of guys that i'm working with and girls um but a couple guys in particular that really got me into doing the cooking demos and they're like all right you got to have like your go-to you know so we're just gonna we'd spend some time just cooking all day Mm -hmm. and that was you know that was working and it was great training too and then um a lot of a lot of what i do now came from a good friend of ours chef tony who i i know you've spoken with before oh yeah and um so i'll take a lot of his stuff and i'll simplify it because he is a legit chef and he will have ingredients a mile long the list you know oh it's real easy you just mix up this and this and if you don't have this use that it was like dude i'm just gonna go buy the horseradish sauce i'm good you know i don't have to make my own (laughs) (laughs) so i've taken a lot of his ideas and he's got a ton of videos online and um and just kind of simplified it and so that's where a lot of that came from
0: you know, I gotta, I gotta interject something here, Jim. Um, I learned quite a number of years ago what you just stated so eloquently was the fact that when I started doing TV and stuff, my recipes, I will say back then were a little more complicated. Okay, and, yeah. and there was fifteen ingredients and seven steps and all this stuff. And I learned over the years that if you really go more than three or four steps at the max, Mm -hmm. uh, you lose people. You you do. Yeah. You you lose people. And and like you were saying, you know, you're not going to go find a horseradish root and grate it and add some mayo (laughs) or whatever, you know, you're going to do with that. So, uh, yeah, it's best just to kind of keep it simple, the old KISS method. And, mm-hmm. you know, the other thing that we discovered over the years, and I think most people that work in, especially in the media or in the public, like you do, you know, that half a teaspoon of cumin isn't going to do a hell of a lot to the flavor <laughs> of the recipe. So, right. you know, we keep that kind of pared down, if you will. It's it, just a thought, just a thought for people yep. out there. When, oh yeah. When you're... Uh, When you're practicing at the, at the warehouse, do you bring that home and you get the final approval from your wife or how does that work? You got to have an approval process. I know.
1: Yeah. What I used to do, um, when I, when I first started doing the cooking demos and kind of focused on basing my travel around, you know, doing some cooking out there, um, we would, we would tinker with some different ideas at the, at the shop, at the warehouse. And then I'd come home and I'd make something for dinner. And I was like, okay, we've got to have a few friends over. I'm going to be feeding, you know, like a hundred people, or depending <laughs> on the event, 500 people, who knows? So let's get a few friends over. Let's see if I could figure this all out at home. And that was, yeah, really the true test.
0: We're talking with uh, Jim Haas, the regional sales manager for up here in uh, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, California, et cetera, uh, from blaze grills. Blaze is uh, is a high end grill um but it's very effective and you know you're you're actually your product line what one of the things that I like about it Jim is there's not 750 different choices in your product line right it it keeps it again keeping it simple you know here's our models they're this isn't a starter or an entry level deal here but um what were the decisions to, to keep the lines like that. We're going to talk about that more in the next couple of segments, but just, you know, the decisions to keep it simple.
1: Uh, I don't know if that was really by design or it just kind of happened that way. Um, I mean, there's, there are things that we would put out there and we just saw immediately that it either wasn't going to sell or, you know, especially nowadays with the uh, cost of materials and, and the factory charging more, some stuff just kind of got priced out of the market. So it would kind of drop off. And I don't know if it was by design or just whatever, and we just happened to kind of stick with what brought us to the party. Um, so that being said, we're still, you know, every year we try to come out with something, either a new grill or a new accessory or something. Sure. Um, and just a quick uh, correction, I actually don't cover California. We have another guy that does Oh, it. okay. Okay. <laughs> I no worries. Okay. I used to, but uh, I, I was originally from there, and they wanted to send me right back there, and I said, no, I don't want to <laughs> go back. So, nothing against Cali, but anyway.
0: Well, you, w- you wouldn't want to go back now, I'm pretty sure.
1: Uh, yeah, well, that's a whole other show.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. And that's the one. That has to be in After Hours where you can really say what you think. You know what I mean? Yes. There's no yeah, FCC right. regulations on language or anything for that. So was it hard for you? I mean, you, ex- you explained how they just kind of trial by fire dropped you right in there. What was your learning curve like?
1: Uh, it took... It took a good year of travel before I really got comfortable. Um, and and that was just because I, I was in a, a completely foreign situation. Um, moving 2,000 miles from my hometown to move out here to do something I had been doing for 15 years was no big deal. Because I was just doing the same thing, just in a different state. Right. I was more, uh, a, more of a nervous wreck when I started this job just because, um, you know, they there's kind of this perception of grill season, which really doesn't exist anymore. Things right. are just selling all the time. And, right. you know, it's always busy. Might slow down a little bit. But uh, it, it took a good year before I kind of, you know, kind of learned my, got my groove and got my got my thing going on. And, it, and that was kind of, uh, I kind of like that. We're certainly not micromanaged, um, but they certainly want to see results. And it was kind of like, you know, go out and, and just, Figure out your
0: thing. There you go. We're talking with Jim Haas here from uh, Blaze Grills. And Jim and I will be back here on Barbecue Nation. Hey, everybody. It's JT. And this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation on the Sun Radio Networks. Today we're talking uh, with Jim Haas from Blaze Grills. But before we talk to Jim, a little info on us here. If you would like to contact us, you just go to BBQNationJT.com. There's no slash between JT or hyphen or anything. It's just uh, jt.com. And there's an icon on there for contact and you can send me uh, an email that way, or if you want to do the, uh, the other way on uh, my other, uh, norm de plume, as they would say, our nom de plume, it's, uh, info at the We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and 300,000 platforms out there on social media. So you can find us anyway, send us a message. And if you got a question or a suggestion, we'll always read it. We might not do it, but we'll always read it. So we're back talking with, uh, Jim Haas here from Blaze Grill. So let's talk about the grills, Bla- uh, Blaze. Jim, um, <laughs> you know, like I said, they're 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 really solid. They're higher end models. Um, and what went behind the design and the models that you select that are in the line? Tell us about those.
1: Yeah. So the uh, the guy that started the brand, he he originally was a retail guy. Uh, he had a, he had a local store, which eventually went online, became a huge thing. Um, he saw what he liked, what he didn't like. He had the passion for it and he wanted to create his own brand, uh, at a certain, he wanted to get it at a certain price point. He wanted the lifetime warranty on all the stainless steel. And, um, and that was basically it. He wanted it user-friendly, easy to clean, even though nobody cleans it, but you know, it's easy to clean should you decide to clean it. (laughs) Uh (laughs) That's why they made pressure washers, Jim. Uh, Yeah. Right. So uh, he he kind of just he came up with this idea and at first he had uh, I think only two cart models um, went to a couple of trade shows and it just kind of slowly it's a true homegrown business it started in Baton Rouge Louisiana that's where we're all based um, even all of our traveling guys we all live here nobody lives in their territory which is pretty unusual for this sort of a job but. Uh it's definitely a homegrown business and, and that's really where it started is just passion and uh getting a quality product that's gonna last. Um obviously if we're offering a lifetime warranty, it's gotta last if there's fire sure. in it, you know. Sure. Um and that's really where it started, just uh a, a, a real roots effort. And um the company's only been around for I think they're going on ten years next year, so it's still a very young company. Um, and we're uh, every year we're seeing a on average, about a 30 to 40% growth year over year, and it's no signs of stopping.
0: Are your products uh, I mean, now, Jim, designed mostly for built in outdoor kitchens, or are there still cart models available?
1: Either way, uh, the grill heads are the same whether you slide them into an island or put them on a cart. It's okay. the same head. You order it gas specific, natural, or propane, and they all do come with conversion kits. So if you move and you got a gas line coming out the house down the road, you can. Uh, convert it to natural gas or vice versa. Oh, there you go. So
0: out yeah. of, so walk us through a couple of the highlights of a couple of your grills here, because I, like I said, I like them. I've never used a Blaze, but I've liked them when I've seen them and I'm looking online and stuff because they're very, like you said, they're clean, they're neat, they're easy to maintain. Uh, but, yeah. but they also have some some nice features to them.
1: Yeah. So, you know, what started with those couple of uh simple simpler cart models, um, then evolved into grills with lights, you know, highlighting the knobs and halogen lights under the hood so you can see what you're actually cooking at night. Um, then that evolved into the Pro Luxe series, which is um kind of our like, you know, real deal serious griller, not your not your weekend warrior, you know, holiday right. hot dog and hamburger guy. But the Pro Lux series I really like. It's got um the really heavy, heavy uh, hexagonal cooking grates. Uh, the cooking rods are very tightly spaced, so you're not going to lose all your asparagus. That's where a lot of guys save a lot of money. They just give you half the material on the cooking grate. Right. Um, big H burner, the higher BTUs. Um, it's got the, the Pro Series, comes with a rotisserie kit. So if you like rotisserie, and it's a waterproof rotisserie motor, um, which is a one year warranty. Anything electrical is one year, but all the stainless steel is a lifetime. Sure. Um and the the uh flame tamers that sit above the burner and below the cooking grate are really efficient in knocking down flare-ups and they really give you a nice even heat so you don't get a lot of cold, you know, no hot and cold spots. Uh and they're made of a very heavy 12 gauge uh 304 stainless steel, which is how we're able to lifetime warranty them. And uh but the trick is you gotta keep them clean. It's all about the airflow and they've got little holes um that you've got to keep those clean. That's where we see a lot of the issues. We get a lot of phone calls. Oh, my grill's not working like it used to. And Well, when would you clean it? Oh, I got to clean it? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so just because it's outside, <laughs> you know, you still got to clean it. Uh, but that's really the, um, the the main features and what really makes Blaze what it is as far as the gas grill lines is is going to be those the heavy cast stainless burners, the flame tamers, and the heavy cooking grates kind of that heart of that cooking system. Sure. Uh, and if you compare that to, you know, just say anything you might find in a big box store, you'll see immediately the difference, what you're paying for.
0: In your, in your built-in stuff, uh, we've only got a couple minutes left in this segment, Jim, and we'll pick this mm-hmm. up on the other side, but in your built-in stuff, uh, what should people look at, especially at dealing with Blaze, but any built-in grill, what should they be looking at if they're, Seriously considering uh, putting in a, you know, a really good outdoor kitchen.
1: Yeah, you definitely want something that's easy to clean. That's just top of the list. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, number one, is it easy to clean? And then you've got to follow up and actually clean it. That is key to everything. And the way that we've designed our grills is you can empty the entire firebox, no tools. So there's no excuse to, you know, not do a deep clean every month or two. Yeah, right. Like I do that too, right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, But really that that's, you know, you want, you want it to be ease of use. Uh, Reliable ignition is a big thing. We've got a a no power required to light our gas grills. It's all a friction based spark opens up the valve. We've also, and then it shoots a flame six or eight inches down the, down the burner. Very reliable. It's not like, you know, again, the big box stores where you, push the little button and it goes click, click, click. And that's always the first thing that dies on it. And right. And then you're trying to turn on the gas and throw a match in there without burning your eyebrows off. <laughs> um, <laughs> but outside of the reliable ignition, we've also got a flash tube backup ignition. So, again, you just hold your flame to the, to the flash tube and it'll suck the flame down when you turn the valve, when you open the valve. So, again, you're not uh, throwing a match into an open uh, bucket of gas and hoping for the best.
0: Absolutely. We're going to take a break here on Barbecue Nation. Jim Haas from Blaze Grills and I will be back right after this. Don't go away. If you're enjoying GT and his show, come check out my podcast, Around the House with Eric G., where we talk home improvement and design. Right here where you catch this podcast. Head to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, and today we're talking with Jim Haas from Blaze Grills. Jim is the sales manager for my neck of the woods up here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, Ex-Southern California boy, but we're going to do another show on that sometime, and we can talk all about Southern California. Uh, We'd like to thank the folks again at Painted Hills Natural Beef. I think it's the greatest beef in the world. I know everybody's jumping up and down about Wagyu and all that stuff. And, you know, that's fine if you like that. And if you want to pay those prices, go ahead. But I think Painted Hills Natural Beef uh, could could make a difference in your life. And also the folks at Gunter Wilhelm Knives. Great quality, efficiency, and great prices. You can find them online at GunterWilhelm.com. And don't forget, you can email us. Just go to bbqnationjt.com and click on the icon send me a message and it will get to me so um, I wanted to tell you too Jim Just mm-hmm. you won't hear this but we got the moody blues in the um, in the show today for bumper music and I was thinking all about right. you especially in just a singer in a rock and roll band I, I was listening to that last night when I was putting the outline together I, I, Jim would like this probably you know <laughs> it's, yeah, definitely. it's all this when what are the types of complaints and not these are kind of general things uh, and yeah. I'm not going negative here, but like we were talking off the air, you stopped by in Denver and you helped a fellow and, and, you know, did he, he asked kind of a very, you know, mundane, basic question. Do I have to clean this? Um, yeah. You know, and yes, of course. And most of the people that listen to this show would know that, but in general and not in particular about blaze because every company is going to have issues at one time or another with a single product or something. But what are those Mm -hmm. that, that kind of you have to deal with and sometimes just make you shake your head?
1: Yeah. You know, fair question. Everything, you know, at some point, something's going to happen. You know, um, I think right out of the box, one of the biggest things that I hear about is, um, Uh, A burner, maybe one or two burners aren't lighting real consistently. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we see a lot of times is uh, there's a little igniter tip on the gas grills. And um, sometimes there is some factory residue on there. You just got to hit it with some sandpaper and just clean off. It's like a little metal point and you can see it right at the base of the burner. Right, That's pretty common. You know, just a little factory residue, hit it with some sandpaper or or a nail file or something and just get that strong spark. Um, The other one is... uh, which is another nice feature on our grills. Uh, we we hear a lot about low flame when people go to the low flame, the burner goes out, or the low flame is too high. Uh, you could pull the knobs off of any one of our um, any one of the burners, and each burner has its own low flame adjustment. So a flathead screwdriver, you can adjust that flame up or down while it's lit. And some other guys have that, but not everybody does. It certainly is it's really nice feature to have, especially for that low flame. Oh man, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> yep so i hear uh, those two come up quite a bit as far as brand new out of the box um, and then over time you know we get a lot of things that are really just that could be really easily prevented by wait for it cleaning your grill
0: oh watch <laughs> out
1: here we go <laughs> Well, so you know, I mentioned the the flame tamers. You know, it's those. It that's the biggest culprit. Is those get kind of crusted over, and then there's no ventilation, no airflow. And um, you know, we have a charcoal grill line too, which deals you know even more so with airflow and ventilation. But the gas grills, they still need to to vent and exhaust, and they need that free flow to work properly. Well, speaking
0: of charcoal uh, grills, Jim, you have one of the. I think there's a couple. <clears throat> I know of one for certain but i think there's a couple more um metal kamado style grills you have one it's slick you know what it reminds me of is a james bond cocktail shaker yes you know shaking and not stirred uh but is has that gone over well number 1 and 2 <clears throat> the efficiency of it being a a metal
1: and not ceramic uh, yeah so ours is a it's a cast aluminum um solid cast aluminum inch and a quarter thick in some areas uh personally it's my favorite thing in the whole line i use mine more than anything else and it's uh it, you certainly can't break it you can go on on youtube and look at the blaze kamado durability test and it's have a good laugh you do be the best four minutes of your day and they're shooting at it and filling it with tannerite trying to blow it up it's
0: it's kind of fun they're not doing the Uh, wkrp with like the frozen turkeys dropping it out of a helicopter are they yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean not from uh not from a helicopter but we drop it off a loading dock there you go there you go
0: was it different Uh, uh, was it different to learn to cook on that versus an old style you know totally ceramic (laughs) ones
1: it takes, you know, I'm not too familiar with the ceramic Kamados, but, you know, coming from the old school Weber Kettle school of, you know, barbecue. Right, right. Um, it took a little bit of learning, but not much. Uh, but the beauty of our Kamado, too, is you can use it as a smoker. It comes with it. It's got a center grate. You could buy an optional uh, heat deflector Uh huh. and put that over the charcoal and just get that nice rolling smoke. You can use it as a straight uh, charcoal grill. It's very versatile. Um, and then the question we get on that one all the time is how well does it hold heat compared to, you know, a ceramic right. counterpart. And I would say it holds heat just as well, if not better. Um, the, we did a test on it with 10 pounds of lump coal. We got it to about 250 degrees, nice smoking temperature, let it roll. And it's, it held that temperature for almost 28 hours. Wow. And so, yeah, it holds heat just fine. <laughs> When the temperature started to drop, we shut it down. We still had almost two pounds of charcoal left in it. So
0: does it, um, is it hard to, if you're doing a long cook, for example, Jim, say you're going to do a brisket, um, and, and I will confess something here, excuse Mm -hmm. me. Uh, I use pellet grills a lot. One, they were kind of came from my neck of the woods. I I have charcoal. I have gas. I have wood. I, you know. It's this is what I do, but um does I kind of forgot what I was going to ask you there. But uh, <laughs> uh, does it does it take a lot if you have to add more fuel to, um you know, to it while you're in a cook, a long cook, like a brisket cook or something? And for some reason, you got to add another, you know, couple of scoops of a lump. Is it hard to move? you know, remove the grates and put it in there, or is there a feature to it's, flip the grates up?
1: Not too bad if you're, you know, if you're, if you're doing a cook without that heat deflector in the center, um, the top cooking grate has hinges, so you can open up the sides and dump some more wood or charcoal in there. Um, what I would recommend uh, is just load the bottom, that bottom grate up with charcoal uh, as high as you can, and then you can just keep reusing it. Yeah, you do your smoke, you do your cooking, you shut it down, and the, especially the lump coal burns longer. You know, longer sure. periods of time. Um, you can shut it down, and usually I could get three or four cooks out of one bunch of charcoal on the bottom of that thing. Well, there you go. There you go. So Is that's it, what I would recommend. Does it get? That's I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that was the issue. I think we get the most calls on the Kamado is it's burning through the charcoal too fast. And it's like, well, how much charcoal are you using? Well, I just put one, you know, a chimney, a charcoal chimney full of lump coal in it. It's like, nope, uh, quadruple that. Yeah. And you'll be good to go.
0: Yeah. Um, does it get warmed to the touch on the outside? Because it does.
1: Of, because of the yeah, metal? It yeah, does. Well, this. Yeah, it transfers that heat to the outside. So we got a little warning on the outside that says hot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. touch this thing yeah well, I was just thinking of like little kids and stuff, you know, if they're yeah, partner yeah. no, it definitely to, gets warm on the outside, well, the ceramics do too. so I mean, it's that's not a it's not a, a an unusual state of affairs. I was yeah. just just curious on that, and it, yep. it's probably pretty easy to clean, isn't it?
1: It's very easy. Um, we've got a drip tray. Um, well, and not a drip tray, but an ash pan down in the bottom of it with tabs on it. So you can easily pull it out and just dump out all the ashes when you're done. Yeah. As opposed to some of these Kamado grills, they kind of give you a little rake and you got to open that little bottom vent and try to scoop everything out of that little hole. And that's, that's no fun. So yeah, really easy a cleanup on that one.
0: Yeah. It, that sounds better. You know, um, I've had a number of uh, Kamado style grills, I think four or five over the years, different ones. And they all have good features, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, like that. But really the thing I think for most people is adding fuel. I mean, cleaning the grates and stuff is a no brainer. You know, you just take them out you wash them off or whatever you're going to do with them. And that's fine. But you know, that ash pan can get really full and those, The little uh, vent holes in the bottom—I don't know if you've got that in in the heat bowl there, but—and you must because the you know the ashes fall down. But sometimes those can get clogged up, and uh, those I think are the two toughest things for me—not tough, but they're a nuisance for me when I'm dealing with the kamados.
1: Yeah, ours is um, all three levels of grates. You got a bottom grate, which is your charcoal grate. You got a center grate, which you could use as a secondary cooking surface to get closer to the charcoal, or you can use it to put that heat deflector on. And then we've got the top main grate. Yeah. And all of them are very uh, heavy cooking rods. And um, on that one, it's you get a little wider spacing on that uh, just because it's charcoal. And now we're dealing 100% airflow and ventilation. Well, that, um, that's cool. And, yeah. So when the charcoal burns off, for the most part, once that turns to ash, everything drops down to the very bottom. And so you pull out the grapes, pull out the, that ash pan and good to go.
0: And just vacuum it out every once in a while when that when the ash is cool in the in the yes. cooker itself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I actually had uh, a fella one day, uh, no naming of names here, but uh, he got a hold of me via email. And finally, I called him and he was. He said, "Well, I'll go out and vacuum it out right now," like he said, and he was doing that. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon, he called me back. And he said, "I just burned up my shop vac."
1: I said, uh, "Yeah."
0: I said, yeah. were well, your ashes not cool." He <laughs> goes, "Well, no, I just cooked with it, you know, like last night." I said, "Well, they're still warm in the bottom, ding dong, you know." Uh, like yeah, yeah. So, Takes a little bit. There you go, uh, <laughs> Jim Haas and I. Uh, Jim's from Blaze Grills. Uh, we'll be back and wrap up the show, but he is sticking around for after hours. Right after this, you're listening to Barbecue Nation. Hey, everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, welcome back to Barbecue Nation. Um, If you run your own business, you know sometimes what certain things can be a pain. And when you have your own business, you basically have to do everything. You know, you're the chief cook, bottle washer, janitor, all that. And that includes hiring, which can become actually a second job. That's why there's indeed uh, the all-in-one hiring platform that makes it easy to attract, screen, interview candidates all in one place with smart tools like Instamatch. You instantly get a list of qualified candidates for, uh, or I should say, whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description the minute you sponsor a job. So spend less time sifting through resumes and more time saying you're hired. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. There, got that out of the way. You have a couple other products <laughs> we wanted to catch real quick before we um, we head out of here and go to after hours.
1: Yes. Uh so we've got uh, two things in particular. We've got a uh, electric grill, which is great for you know condos, apartments, anywhere that doesn't allow gas or charcoal. Sure. Uh, and that's been out now for six or eight months or so, give or take. Um, it's the biggest uh, grill surface for an electric grill that's out there, um, and it's just really cool. Plug it in and fire it up, you know. Yeah. Uh, the thing that we're really excited about here lately is the electric smoker that we finally got out there. Uh, it is designed to be a built-in right now. Um, but according to the I was on a Zoom meeting yesterday with some of the guys and they were saying that they're they're thinking about maybe testing some kind of outer casing so it could be used as a standalone. Uh, but for right now it is meant to be a built-in um, and uh, I've got a little YouTube video on it. You can find it pretty easy. Just look up Blaze Electric Smoker. Uh, and it's just it's just what it is, and it's an electric smoker that's now been out for uh, only a couple of months, maybe, and uh, we definitely have those in stock. So, well, there you go. Isn't yeah. that, isn't that nice to stock. be able to say that we have it in stock? Yes, we don't have a lot in stock, as as is you know the case with anything dealing with the home right now. But we have those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're in better shape than a lot of guys out there. But yeah, it's uh, I mean you know if you do anything dealing with the home, it's rough out there right now.
0: How long? If somebody's designing a kitchen, and we've got about three minutes or so here before we wrap, somebody yes. somebody's designing an outdoor kitchen, and they go to a dealer, whether I wherever I live here in the Portland area or across the country where the show is heard. What can they kind of plan for as far as delivery times? So I know that's a really uh, ubiquitous ubiquitous yeah. question at this point, Jim, because. <laughs> you know, there's there's merchant ships sitting out in in harbors waiting to be unloaded all over the country. Oh, I know wherever there's a port. Believe me, I know. <laughs> but what what now is the average time? Roughly,
1: it's that is like that's the impossible question. It just depends on what you're getting, who you're buying it from. Some distributors stock deeper than others. Um, some dealers stock more than you know. Some dealers just order you know, per grill, per order. Sure. Some of them actually stock. So it really just depends on where you live, what you're buying and who you're buying it from is really the best answer I can give on that right now.
0: Well, that's okay. (laughs) We'll delve more into that in after hours and there we can, we can swear more there. So that's good.
1: There you go. Um, We do offer uh, just to mention really quickly, if you are designing an outdoor kitchen, we do, we do anything you'd find in there. We do refrigeration. We have ice makers, vent hoods, doors and drawers. So, Blaze makes all that stuff. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. And anything stainless steel is lifetime warranty. So
0: the the really pressing question here, Jim, is um, you're an old, not old as old, but you're a, <laughs> you're a musician, a rock guy. How? What's yes. your favorite song to play? I actually had somebody um, ask me that the other day. They said, "Will you ever talk to musicians? Ask them this." So I was like, okay. Yeah,
1: I got to pick just one song. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, um, my favorite band of all time is Cheap Trick. And if ever I'm doing like sitting in with friends or something, my go-to has got to be like, I Want You to Want Me or Surrender from yeah. Cheap Trick, I guess. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, my friend, that is also
1: dating yourself a little bit. Just a little well, bit. I know, you know, and plus, you know, lifelong musician, so it's aged more than normal.
0: So last question here in this, in this, uh, well, no, we've actually got a couple more minutes. I looked at my time wrong. Um, what's your biggest, um, what's your biggest joy in what you're doing now?
1: Uh, you know, I love doing these cooking demos and and now that I've been in Louisiana for uh, just over six years, I'm I'm kind of a, uh, uh, I've been told I was an honorary Cajun the other day by, an actual Cajun Um, golf clap, (laughs) golf clap. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I love doing the cooking demos and bringing something from here, Um, you know, out to my territory, you know, uh, I go to Salt Lake city or I did I just did a cooking event um, outside of Portland a couple of months ago and I'll bring boudin or gator fillets, stuff that I know most people probably haven't had. Right. And uh, I just kind of like to blow their minds with all that because right away, they don't believe it's real alligator, but it absolutely is. And then the follow-up question is always like, well, where do you get it? And uh, it sounds like a joke, but in grocery store in Louisiana, you can get it. <laughs> yeah, It's just something we eat down here. So I, I love doing that. I've really found a lot of pleasure in just seeing the reactions from people and Salt Lake City, I'd mention that because I think that was the best reaction I got. They'd actually pack away from it like it's a live (laughs) gator It's going to get them.
0: (laughs) I saw a deal, this was last year, and you and I may have talked about this when we had dinner a couple, three months ago. I saw a guy (laughs) smoke uh, a camel, you know, dromedary type thing, and he had built this thing, and it was out in the desert somewhere, obviously. And I couldn't figure. First, I thought it was like a buffalo, you know, because it had the hump and all this. And I got to looking at it and I looked at him and I was listening to him talk. And I said, that's not a buffalo. They don't have buffalo over there. And it was a whole camel. And he got it done. I don't think anything that you guys make can do a whole camel. But uh, uh, not yet. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe in the future.
0: I, I tasted some camel when I was over in the Middle East and it was it was okay. You know, I'll just put it that way. It was okay. You would, you wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, die of malnutrition if you had to eat camel. But it, <laughs> right. It's, it's. Prob- yeah,
1: I can't say I've tried that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you're experimenting with stuff, so maybe somebody will discover a long lost herd of of camels in Louisiana, and they'll start putting it in the stores down there.
1: Uh, well, you know, if they find the long lost herd of camels, I'm sure we will eat them.
0: <laughs> that's I don't think anybody's going to try to write them if they're you know, if they're no. doing that so <clears throat> uh, Jim tell everybody how they can find out more information uh, about Blaze Grills please
1: the easiest way is the website blazegrills.com that's grills with an S on the end yeah. um, and that's going to be the easiest way you've got uh, you can go to the about section and you can see a little bio on all the sales guys and then you can of course look at all the product and you can Send your questions in, um, and if you have a Blaze Grill and you've got questions, definitely you know, call our customer service, and we have get a great team over there. very yeah. knowledgeable, and they'll, they'll help you out for sure.
0: Jim Haas, uh, the Northwest Regional Sales Manager for Blaze Grills, and Blaze Grills, uh, you can find them anywhere across the country. Jim, thanks for being with us. And Jim is going to stick around for After Hours. We'll be back next week with another edition of Barbecue Nation. Take care. Go out and cook something. And remember our motto, turn it, don't burn it. See ya. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD
1: LLC Productions in association with Envision Networks and Salem Media Group. All rights reserved.